I'm starting it off, Bishop. Rest in peace, DMX, man, to the dog, man. Shoot. Yeah. Man. 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 Let me tell you something, man. I don't know about nobody else. Well, I know in my generation, in in 98, when this dude hit the scene, he hit the scene hard, bro. This dude, like, again, he was like somebody... That after Tupac and Biggie, this is this right. is this is this is the guy. Right. This was the guy, bro. This is the dude. This is the dude that literally saved his own record label, Def Jam, very famous record label, LL. Them guys were all under that record label. It was on its way down, and all of a sudden, DMX came out of nowhere. They didn't even. It was so cold that they didn't even know that he was even on their roster. They didn't even know he was already there. Right. But what's his name? Oh, oh, it's not coming to my mind. He's kind of funny, man. He he into all that yoga and spiritualism stuff, whatever. Anyways, the CEO of Def Jam. Everybody knows him, but uh, mm. something Simmons or whatever. Anyways, oh, Russell. Russell Russell Simmons, right? And and he was sharing that story. I just seen that the other day. He was sharing that story about DMX and that. Somebody brought him a song um, from some other artist. Um, and when he heard DMX, he's like, wait, 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 who's this kid? He's like, dude, this, this dude signed to us. He's on our roster. And he's like, what? And so he went on to tell the story that DMX single-handedly saved Def Jam. Mm. You know, and he became just the biggest thing. And, and man, it's just... It's sad, bro. I was sad for a few days. I'm still sad about it, just going back and kind of listening to his old interviews and just, you know, uh, his documentaries and things like that. And it was like, man, uh, this this dude was really blessed, man. But he is, I will say, he's a picture of just what it is to, like, not, well, for us, because we're a Christian program, right? he's a picture of somebody who he believed in Jesus Christ. He was never ashamed of Jesus Christ. His grandmother raised him. His grandmother told him about Jesus. His grandmother led him to the Lord, all those things. He always professed Christ. Right, right. 
He was never into the whole selling my soul for the industry. He was really anti-industry. He didn't care about the rap cats and all these people. Do he right. was his own dude, right? And so, all throughout, it's documented all throughout his interviews, all throughout whatever kind of sound bites you have from him. He's always pointing everybody back to God. He's always pointed at his own flaws and acknowledging that, man, I need Jesus in my life. I know I'm a mess. See, a lot of Christians can't do that. Yes. There's a lot of Christians that never do that. But if anybody that knows DMX, they've seen his struggles. His struggles is well documented. Right. He never hit him. You know, he's he's he's. He's been one of those dudes, and I recently heard on a on a podcast the other day also shouting him out, you know, uh, of him passing away and all that type of stuff. And they were sharing some stories how they always looked at him like, man, if if there was one dude that like kept it consistent about this God stuff, this is in in that podcaster's words. He was saying if it if there was one guy that was consistent in this God stuff and his faith and being strong in his faith, it's like it's this guy. Like I never met anybody in the industry that would always talk to you about God like DMX would, right? Right, right, right. So we could sit here and say, man, you know, nah, man, DMX is a walking contradiction, man. That brother ain't never really did. And it's like, you know what, bro? That dude has kept it more real than a lot of these dudes I've I've known. He'd have uh. fit perfectly with us. <laughs> Bishop, he, he'd have fit perfectly with us, bro. I, you know, I, I already know. I, I already see that, bro. I mean, just, just from, just from, from over the years, I didn't follow him like that, you know. But, but I do know this, you know. He, just from looking at him, he wasn't about material things. No, 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 he no, was, no, no, no. He was, he was, he was a common brother in the industry, meaning. Rolls Royces, this and that, and blah blah blah. Yeah, no. You didn't. You didn't see all of that. No. You know the bling bling. And I had read. I had read here the other day that from one of his best friends, it came out. You know, and he said, "Look, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm at the point that you know I have to say this. Nobody else knew this. That." Mm -hmm. You know, DMX would go to jail because he wanted rest. Yes. He wanted peace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I thought about us, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, how 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 you would think that that's a place that, you know, is tormented. And, you know, believe it or not, I found God there. Yes, sir. Like, not jailhouse religion, because if any kind of, if you want to say that something was religious in my life, it was my life former, because I wasn't really saved, but I grew up in a religious household. Right, right, right. You know, but going to prison, you know, caused me to really experience personal relationship. And right. kingdom manifestation, you know, from really surrendering my life to the Lord. Mm -hmm. So yeah, no, abs absolutely, man, absolutely. You know, he there's so many things out there, you know, that that this this brother was able to touch on, um, and he always made it about um, 
like you said. Like now you see, or even then, uh, more so now because there's cameras everywhere, you see a lot of these rappers, you know, or artists, uh, actors, whatever you want, anybody in entertainment, you know, their their pastime and, and their thing is buying the Ferrari, buying the jewelry, flashy, in the club, doing this, doing that. And DMX was the type to be like, let's go fly some helicopters at the beach. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or let's go like, ride motorcycles. Let's go ride motorcycles or let's go let's go walk the dogs or something or you know, play with the dog. He was never he was never materialistic in that sense. Had money, he was the guy. He is the dude. Everybody knew who this dude is. He he performed before the whole world dang near, right? That's how big he a megastar. You have stars and you got megastars. He was a megastar. Right? You know what? You know what I was impressed with? I was impressed with at one of his concerts, they said it was over 75,000 people. Right. And he prayed for everybody. Always was praying, bro. Always was praying. Um, Yes. He was, he, he was a, uh, like I said, and we could say and speculate, you know, he, he acknowledged God. He knew God was real. He knew about Jesus, man. And, and just, and we'll get to that part, but um, that's the good part. Yeah, that's the good part because you know we're all somewhere there, especially when we first start off in our faith. Um, the struggle with the carnal man, right? There you go. Right, and and, and we'll get to that part. Um, but 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 just in acknowledging the impact this man has made personally to me, because ninety eight. That's when, you know, I was young. I was still a kid. You was on and, one. And I was getting on one around 97 and 98. Right? <laughs> I was starting to get on one. My older homies was getting into the, you know, into the drug game pretty heavily. A lot more guns. A lot more money. You know how that goes. Especially right. when you start selling coke. <laughs> right? <laughs> when you start selling coke, that devil... Opens up a whole new world to you. Yeah, yeah, like uh, he opened up the Tony Montana mentality. Yeah, because see, there was weed. Weed was kind of safe. Not encouraging anybody with the green cross out there. But weed right. weed was kind of safe a little bit. But when you start dabbling in coke. That's when you start seeing the gunplay. That's when, yeah, it's a little bit different. Cats it's serious. Ain't, yeah, it cat, starts, it's serious. Yeah, cats ain't for play play. You're running into some heavy hitters. You're running into people that know people, legit and not legit. Right? 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 So you know about that better than me. You're older than me. You was there before I was. Right? I'm telling you. I'm just listening. Right, right. So you know, I, I'm <laughs> preaching I'm preaching to the choir when it comes to street stuff, right? But, but, but so for me... He comes out, and I'm just kind of starting to entertain rapping. Right? I'm just kind of starting to entertain rapping. I might have started recording a little bit around that time or whatever, right? Yeah. And so for me, artistically, hip-hop-wise, because I'm in hip-hop, and if anybody has followed my little catalog or has heard my music 
if there was influences musically on my end, it would predominantly be Tupac and DMX. That is, if if my if stylistically, if you were to break my my rap, my flow, my style in a pie chart, the majority of that pie would be Tupac and DMX, along with other influences. But they they take up the majority of the pie. So that's 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 how much you know of of musical impact he's you know given to me. Um, that's how much I followed him. That's how much, uh, yeah. Cause let's see, before I got locked up, what was, what was in our CD deck? Rough Riders, which was TMX's crew, right? right he, he came right. out with his couple albums and he put out Rough Riders. So yeah. And you had Master P hitting the scene really good. Oh yeah. Master P, uh, he was kind of, man, by 2000, he was kind of fading out. He kind of already right, was faded right. out a little bit, but right. but but yeah, but going into before I got locked up, DMX was the guy. He was that guy. He was still that guy. He was uh, yeah, he was killing. I like it. what you said though. He carried the torch of of Tupac and Biggie. Yeah, Cats was like you know once Tupac and Biggie, you know once they gotten killed, man, it's like Cats was kind of looking crazy like they was now when uh, Eve died. Yeah, you yeah. know, Cass was like stuck. Like, man, what, what, you know, what's next? You know, and and you always have, to me, a generational artist. Yeah, 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 but yeah. What, but what was what was, and and we're talking about it. But what was significant, you know, about DMX is that he had an anointing on his life. Yes. Just like Tupac had an anointing. Mm-hmm. Just like Biggie had an anointing. Mm-hmm. And, it, and, and the common denominator, all of them was God conscious. All of them, all of them believed. All of them knew that Jesus was Lord. If you listen to any of their interviews, neither one of them ever denounced that. That's why Snoop Doggy Dog is so successful. And believe it or not, <laughs> yeah. he's trying. Yeah. He's trying mm-hmm. in his older age to get close to the Lord. But what he don't understand is God's not compromising with your way of living. Right, right, exactly. Right? You know, God is saying he wants you to deny yourself. Yeah. You know, pick up your cross and follow after him. You know, he don't mind you living extravagant because... To me, I look at that as being a rehearsal, honestly, mm. for the kingdom. Right. Because mm-hmm. I'm telling you, when we get there, you ain't going to be in poverty. Trust me. No. It's only <laughs> riches and glory in Christ Jesus. <laughs> right. Right? And you, mm-hmm. ain't, you, ain't, you, ain't, you ain't looking at no homelessness and all of this craziness and, and tents on the side of the corner, a uh, hundred oh, tents on every street. No, you're not looking at that. Man, come on, man. You know, and so, and so God wants us. That's why Jesus said, not only will I bless you in the world to come, mm-hmm. but he said, I'm going to bless you right now. Oh, yeah. He said, I'll bless you a hundredfold 
now in this world. That's what he said. That's what that's what the Lord said. That's why I don't, you know, and, and when I look at DMX, I look at how blessed he was, and I can only imagine. I haven't looked at, I haven't researched or, or, or seen any statistics or gotten any history, mm-hmm. you know, concerning, like, how he gave back. But I know this brother gave back quite a bit. I'm aware of it. Absolutely. Definitely. Yeah, he... I mean, I I can't even just 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 not seeing him walk around flamboyant. Mm-hmm. I know that he gave back. Yes, that he would rather see other people have. Yes, I was looking at a what's her name. Me and my wife was looking at a Iona mm-hmm. fix my life, and I, and there was a there was a you can look it up too. There was a there was there was one show that was about him and his son, and this dude, the affection that he had for his son as men, right? Right. Kind of remind me of how I am, you know, with with mine. Mm-hmm. And you know what, you know my my namesake. He he had he 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 tried to be a tough little man, you know, like he he don't want you to hug. Kiss on you, but I. Right. You look here. I. You look like I always tell you. You still my baby, bro. You ain't. Yeah. That ain't. You yeah. know you. Just because you're a man, that don't mean that you ain't still a little boy that I look at and that I love on and yeah. and have always been. You know, uh, uh, daddy, and just showing you a lot of benevolence because men need that, bro. Yeah, no doubt, absolutely. Men need that. See, that's what this generation's missing. Mm-hmm. A yeah. lot, a lot of the men in this generation. I guess what they missing, Miguel? A hug, bro. A <laughs> yeah, hug from another man. Yeah, you need a hug, man. Yeah, yeah, you need uh, a hug. You bro. know who 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 told me that? Rest in peace, gangster R R R B G. Huh? R B G said, "Hey, bro, hey, homie. So y'all real gangsters, but well, that's all the gangsters need, homie. Right? It's just a hug." You know, because he'll see us in the Bible study, like after the word, yeah. I will like you know fellowship and hug each other, and you know, and he was like, "Hey man, that's all. That's all the gangs need." Because yeah, we, we try to run solo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he he needs some love. He needs he needs some true some true companionship, Come on, man. man. Come on, bro. Come the, on. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. So so definitely, what you said is actually right on because you know he. Um, you know, that anybody who's talked about DMX that knows him personally, they've always said, you know, that man, this dude's selfless. You know, he he put other people before himself. You know, when it comes to money, he always he's very generous. You know, he he'd rather see other people doing well. Uh, I think I seen a small clip from his documentary, and it was somewhere along the lines of if he you know passed away early in his life or something that he said, hey man, you know I. He said, "You know what? I, I know that um, for me, impacting people is important, and I know that I've impacted people. And that's," he said, "for me, I'm good with that. If I could change a life, I've I've done my purpose in this world." He said, "And I know for a fact that I've I've impacted people and helped change lives." He said, "So if I was to go, I'm good, right?" Um, oh. And fast forward, you know, they had a versus. I don't know if you're aware of versus. I don't know if I've touched on that before with you on the show. No. Uh, but versus is a, a thing that started through the pandemic, right? Because, you know, when bad people think God know how to do certain things, you know, especially when something's bad, 
He know how to flourish something good through something bad, right? So like through the pandemic, uh, Swiss Beats and Timberland, two well-known producers out there in the industry, they started a thing called Versus. And because everybody was online, you know, everybody was home. Like when the pandemic hit and they put all the restrictions, everybody's at home. So these creative dudes, they came up with, because, you know, you can get on just like Facebook Live, you can get on Instagram Live. So what they started doing was all these artists, they was like kind of battling each other, but with their catalog. Right? So it would be, okay, like you're an older cat. So like recently it was, who was it? It was the Isley Brothers versus Earth, Wind, and Fire, I think. Right, right, right. So they're battling with their catalogs. You know, they're playing all their famous songs and matching them up, right? (laughs) So, well, it becomes now more so of a celebration versus a battle, but that's how it started. You know, and they, and one of the best verses was DMX versus Snoop Dogg last year. So DMX and Snoop Dogg battled their catalogs. And what, you know, like clockwork, DMX show up. He said, hey, man, I'm going to start with a prayer. They had over a million people viewing, tuning in. DMX like, man, we're going to pray. <laughs> and, you know, Snoop, he right there with it. He's like, <laughs> he said, I got you, nephew. Woo-woo-woo. And they start praying. And then they start going. But it was a good versus because it wasn't just music they was playing, but just the conversations they were having. And a lot of it had to do with God. A lot of Bro, it had to do that, with God. That's, that's the, you know, that's, I can see that so clear. Like, you know, and the devil don't like to, uh, he don't like for that to be revealed when somebody has an anointing on their life. Right. But the bottom line is, you know, when the spirit of the Lord, uh, we talked about that, when the spirit of the Lord is 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 upon you and resting upon you, mm-hmm. yeah, as Christians, we have him indwelling in us. But when he is upon you, that means that God's anointing is really, really evident. Right. You know, on your lives and on your life and in your life. Right, you know, and I and I and I see that, you know, in 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 DMX, I've always seen that. Yeah, and, I, and I've just always seen that. Right, and and lastly, what I'll say, just specific to DMX, before our our contrast with just the flesh and how that can really get us if we don't fully cooperate with God, right? Come um, on, man of God. Come on, come on. We'll come get on. to that because that's important. But, yeah. but just in honor and acknowledging DMX, the last thing I'll say about him specifically is, um, you know, he was an older cat. Obviously, he came up in that generation, you know, before the phones and before all that stuff, right? And so uh, I think he had recently got out of rehab or jail or something this last time where he had disappeared. And he popped back on the scene. That's why people like Snoop reached out to him and all this type of stuff. So he popped back up. So when he popped back up, he started his little Instagram or whatever. But he never was the type to go live. Again, that wasn't his thing. He never liked that type of stuff. He wasn't like that, right? But he finally went live. And his first live was a Bible study, right? 
He was out in the backyard and he was conducting Bible study in his own way because you know any you know cats like us who've who've God has literally trained up and raised up you know we 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 can say okay he he ain't extensive in his teaching right he he don't right. know the word to that degree right right but it's right. it's 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 honorable that that's what he's doing at least he's in the word he's trying to explain it and encourage people from what it, how he understands it whatever right Amen. so Amen. so so he kind of said that too he was like man i don't i don't do this live stuff i don't i don't hit record i ain't i ain't with none of this this is new to me but since i'm here he said this is what i'm doing i'm just trying to share with you what god would you know what god maybe wants you to hear so i can encourage somebody so then he goes into that and then at the end uh he was like I know I'm not, you know, uh, the best teacher. I'm not maybe explaining or saying this right way. He said, but I do know this. He said, if anything, this is, this is what I do know. That if I can help you to find God and to find Jesus, that's what I'm here to do right now. He said, so if anybody listening doesn't know Jesus Christ as their personal Lord and Savior, I want to introduce you to him today by helping you with this prayer. And led into a sinner's prayer. Mm. And did the sinner's prayer like it was nothing. He's like, he's like, if you prayed that, he said, you're saved. And Jesus has come into your heart and you have a place with him in heaven. And shortly after, he ended his video. Now, for me, I'm saying... If DMX didn't do anything right in his life, he, he did, did right. the most important thing. Yes. The most important thing he could have done in this life was at that moment, for me. Right. Was to lead somebody to Jesus. Right. So for me, he may have been a brother who had one talent. He didn't bury it. He didn't bury it. To me, I don't think he buried it. <laughs> I think he said, if anything, this is what I need to do. Is help somebody and lead them to Jesus Christ. So, that's what I'll say lastly as, as far as DMX is concerned specifically for me that, man, God bless his brother, man. I know he's with Jesus. And rest in peace, DMX, prayers to his family and everybody else's children specifically. And I know you have more to add. Go ahead, Bishop. Just a little bit. Yeah, go just ahead. Go bit. ahead. No, go ahead. It's just I just wanna I just wanna piggyback, you know, uh off of you, you know, and say this when it comes to because so many people, they especially these holy rollers, you know, these Christians feel like, you know, if you are battling with a carnal struggle as a Christian, that you're headed to hell. Man, come on. They, they, they've concluded that. But what they don't understand is that the holiness that is in you is the Holy Spirit. Right. And he's the one who's responsible for the fight. Right. Like, like, like he's the one that you know, 
gives the blows and and and, and lay the knockout to the flesh. <laughs> right. He's the one that knocked the corner nature out, so you won't have to be tripping. You know, some days and right. some days you could you could you could just really live in peace and understand the promise and the hope that that the Lord has given us. Right. What I want to let people know is if they ever question if DMX was saved, what you just said was was proof. They can say, well, oh, no, that's you know, anybody. Can. No, anybody can't mm -hmm. because the Holy Spirit is who ministers salvation. Right. That's his purpose. Come on. <laughs> Come his on. purpose is to convict the world of sin and let the world know that, hey, you have need of a savior. Mm -hmm. You know, and this is what you need to do in order to inherit eternal life. Yes. And he uses people. That's why the Bible says that God saves even to the uttermost. Mm hmm. And so, because you know how you have these old religious people, and Lord, I hope, I pray, please, Lord, let them be, let them be listening and tap in. <laughs> Come on, <Because> Jesus! <laughs> you, 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 you got a lot of religious people, man, that wants to scare you into going to church. You know what? God ain't trying to scare nobody into getting saved, right? He gives you a choice. Yeah. He says that many are called, few are chosen. Yes, sir. And, and some people choose the broad way, and some people choose the narrow way. Yeah. And 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 and, and I'm thinking about how DMX. He he he. You know he. When he stands before the Lord, sure we're gonna suffer. All of us are going to suffer some loss. Right, right. But what I love is that we'll still be saved. Yes. I'm going to read this. Come on. And and, and I'm going to end it. Come on. First Corinthians, the, the third chapter, the 12th through the 15th verse, he says, anyone who builds on that foundation may use a variety of materials, mm -hmm. gold, silver, jewels, wood, hay, or straw. But on the judgment day, Fire will reveal what kind of work each builder has done. Mm -hmm. The fire will show if a person's work has any value. Mm. If the work survives, that builder will receive a reward. Right. But, 15th and last verse, if the work is burned up, the builder will suffer great loss. Uh -huh. The builder will be saved, but like someone barely escaping through a wall of flames. Right. And so what you got to know is, and we know this, that everything that will be tried, that we do, will be tried by the word of God. Yes, sir. The word of God is an all-consuming fire. Mm-hmm. It's what's going to try the things that we have been steadfast to do before the Lord. And, 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 but what I like about it, you know, DMX though, cause I liked how you kind of, how you, how you, how you worded it, mm -hmm. you know, because you didn't basically say that it was premature in what he was doing. Mm -hmm. 
you know, you said in his own way. Mm -hmm. See, that's what a person got to realize that, you know, God gives each of us a platform somewhere. Yes. Amen. God, God, God have used, see, what you got to realize is even in your carnal nature, even when you are at your worst, you could be saved and be on crack, but your spirit man still alive. And you could be talking to somebody and tell somebody about Jesus Christ and salvation. And the Holy Spirit will minister salvation unto that person, mm-hmm. even if it's at the point of their death. Yes. Amen. See, you don't check out until God say you check out. <laughs> right. So I, I'm trying to figure, you know, you, 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 you don't, it ain't finished until Jesus says it is finished. Mm-hmm. So, you know, people say, well, he was on life support. Yeah. And he could have been in the presence of the Lord and Jesus could have said, do you want to go back DMX? Mm-hmm. And he could have said, no, Lord. This is, this is, I can't, this is, this is, this is, this is too good. The places that you prepare for me. Yeah. I, you know, I, I, hey, it supersedes all of that. See, right. that's what people don't understand when they're dealing with near-death experiences and experiences of death. Mm-hmm. You know, and I thank God that Dean Blackston, mm-hmm. you know, in his epistle, right, because cause we're all living epistles. Mm-hmm. That's what Paul said, right? Yeah. And so in Dean Braxton's epistle, he gave us the truth of God's word about the place that has been prepared for him. I mean, for us. Right. He's given us proof of this. Mm. He, 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 he's not silent about it. People say, well, it's a lot of people say that. Well, guess what? When you really have the Holy Spirit, guess what? Your spirit <clears throat> will bear witness with the Holy Spirit. Amen. Truth will bear witness with your spirit, bro. You're not sitting up there talking about, well, is he telling the truth or is he telling the lie? No, you'll know. <laughs> right? You'll know because the Holy Spirit will give you a discerning spirit to know whether it's a truth or whether it's not. Yeah. And so I just want to say, bro, I want to concur with you that DMX is with the Lord if his family's listening. Oh, I believe it. I don't know DMX from nobody. Mm-hmm. But I can tell you right now in my spirit, I know without a shadow of a doubt, he's with the Lord. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. I mean, without a You know who I can't even say that about? Mm. As much as I love this brother, <laughs> I can't say that about Kobe. Right. You, you... You have mentioned that a couple of times about about the about the profession. But you mentioned the profession, right? That's it. You've never heard some of these people profess say Jesus. Jesus is His Lord. Right. Right. I've, I've never heard him say no, 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 no. Hey, look, Jesus is my. I heard Stephen Curry. I heard LeBron James. <laughs> right. I, I mean, I, I heard these particular brothers literally. Mentioned that Jesus is their Lord. Right. So I'm hearing this particular brother say, hey, Jesus is my Lord. Mm-hmm. Well documented. Well documented. Well documented. That's why I can say this, and I'm done. Revelations 3 and 8. 
I know all the things you do. Mm. And I have opened a door for you that no one can close. My God. You have a little strength, yet you obeyed my word and mm. did not deny my name. Come on. that Oh, my God. The, I, I'm going to close it with that, bro, that, here. You got that, it. Listen, that is such... That was that scripture just hit the thought that came to my mind because I don't know, I haven't heard nobody in the media or YouTube say this, but like I said, DMX had disappeared, didn't really hear from him. All of a sudden, he popped back up again. I don't recall if he got out of jail or if he got out of some kind of rehab, but he popped back up and up. From that point until his death, I don't think it's even been a year, maybe. Maybe it's been a year. But the little clips and the little things about him since he's been back, a lot of God in it. A lot of him just making sure that, hey, Jesus, man, it's it's about Jesus. It's it's about it's about him. You know, it's about what he wants to do and change lives and 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 for me, I feel like just even with that scripture you said, I think that was God's way just letting him pop back up, saying, "Hey, man, do this before you check out, because it's time to come. It's time to come on, bro. Sometimes God to do that, man. That's what people don't understand. That that that's what the Lord to do, especially when you're chosen. When you're chosen, you know. Look at what we're talking about." Even, you know, some would say his legacy is music. No, his legacy wasn't music. Oh, he was beyond music. <laughs> it was beyond music. Yeah. You know, and I, I just, we know as Christians that, you know, our brother was, he was, he was about his father's business. See, we know that because in prison, we understand what it's like to be about your father's business, bro. Yeah, no doubt. Mm -hmm. We we know firsthand in prison that, hey, look, this is what it means to be about your father's business. Right, right. And, 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 and that's what I felt that, that's what it was, man. It just, you know, in, <laughs> you know, in the closing uh, moments of DMX's life, it was, I felt like God was just, hey, putting it in his heart to really, you know, profess him more and, and even do that one live video that he did because he didn't get back on no more. He just did that one live video. Right. And did that one thing. And it was like, that was it. It was like God saying, okay, it's, it's time to come home now. And and so in, in, in the other part of that topic, bro, um, is – is after I got saved and still hearing um, about DMX and every time uh, just professing his faith, but at the same time seeing him struggle with his addictions, uh, you see him really messed up. And it was like, even in those moments then, I was saying to myself, X, man. There's real freedom, man. There's real freedom in this thing. Like, there's something happening where you're not 
really walking in the full liberty you really could, bro. That's how I was feeling in the moment. Right, 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 right. And I'm like, dang, like, is this brother being discipled? Like, who's in this dude's life? Because he has the faith, but he needs some kind of accountability. He needs brothers that's going to help him walk That brother needed us. I hate to say it. That's what I told you. He would have fit perfectly with us. (laughs) Because, look, we'd have been with him. Hey, look, we'd have been the type of dudes to love him through. Right. You know, and and help him. And and been bold enough to say, no, bro, you don't need to do that tonight. That's what we need to do because this is what the words say we got to do. Man, all y'all listening out there, we ain't nobody. But check this out. We got brothers that we deal with that they understand accountability and they know when they about to do something crazy, they can call us. Straight up. They can call us. They can tell us. We can get on these Monday night men's meetings and we could put our issues on the table and say, yo, I was literally about to snap. Hey, a deliver from Heron, addiction, opiate. Come on, man. Crank. Come on, man. <laughs> whatever you talking about. Come we on, bro. still struggle with certain things. Come on. guess what? At the end of the day, they could come and be transparent and they could allow the Lord to heal them. They could be heard. They could know that they're not judged. They could know that they're loved. Man. And that they have someone to lean on as a confidant. Man, that's all that brother needed. Man. You know what I'm saying? Man. And, 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 and the thing about it is, Miguel, if you, you know, the flesh, the wages of sin is death. So the flesh... Immediately, the flesh feeds off of sin, but sin consumes the flesh. Yeah, 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 and, yeah. And, and, and this is what the word, this is what Christians got to understand. You know, if, if you, if you, if you looking at, if you looking at a disease, let's say cancer, mm-hmm. that consumes somebody, you know, and they're dying, you going to judge them? Are you going right. to have compassion? Right. Come on, man. That's good. Mm-hmm. Guess what? Drugs and drugs and alcohol and and and, and all, all these different addictions is the same way. Right. No doubt. Absolutely. It's the same. It's the same thing. It's 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 sin that 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 try and consume mm-hmm. the natural man. Yeah. People think who you think cancer come from. Man, come on. <laughs> I mean, come on. I mean, so, you know, and my whole thing is, you know, understand this, that, you know, that has not disqualified that brother. No, 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 no. From, from being who he is or entering in. Right. And, and and that's what I was thinking. See, when I would when I would still see, you know, or read or whatever. Uh, and him oh, still acknowledging God. Like, I never looked at him like, dang, you was a, man, I don't, you was a hypocrite or something. I never felt that because I knew that we're saved by grace through faith. Right, I mean, so, where, where we from? Right, so I, I never I never looked at him like a hypocrite or something because he was still doing what he's doing yet professing Jesus. I never looked at him that way. I always just looked at it as, bro, you can walk in this freedom, though. 
like you really can walk in liberty, but like again, who is it? Who is this dude surrounding himself with? Like, I wonder who talks to him. I wonder if he's under some kind of pastoralship or, I, you know, who's discipling? Yeah, who's discipling this dude because that's what he need. And, and he always came off as kind of a, you know, an introvert, kind of his own, you know, he kind of just a loner. And, you know, those things seem cool from the outward, but as a Christian, that's that's not what God's called us to do. God's not called us to seclude ourselves from one another. And that's what he needed somebody to call him out on. And, and I think that's what he probably needed. No, he did need that. He needed people to say, nah, X, listen, man. Roll with us. Hey, man, let's have some accountability, man. I'm going to call you. I'm going to reach out to you more. You can't just run and hide. You can't just, hey, man, I ain't with these dudes. And, man, I don't care about these people. Nah, you, you got to come on. Because we know a lot of people like that. Yeah. You know, we've come across a lot of dudes that are strong in what they believe in, you know, but, but still kind of do their own thing. You know, right. and, and God wants us to experience the fullness, obviously, the fullness is in is in the presence of Jesus Christ when we leave, but we get the degree of that, you know, in our lives when we start cooperating with the Spirit of God. Like, let's not sell ourselves short. So I always looked at X like that. I'm like, X, you believe, but you're selling yourself short. You're not you're not allowing the power of the Holy Spirit. To take control of your life. Yeah. You believe. We're not disputing that. <laughs> right? But that's how I always felt looking at him being saved over the years. Is like, man, this brother just needed that, man. He needed, he just needed more. Um, and that's how we can all get though. Like we all struggle with something. I even heard Kirk Franklin make a, vi a short video uh, just praying for DMX's family and, and, and using him as a, uh, a teaching moment, you know, and we've said that here tons of time, by the way, um, just the fact that, that you know, we, we can be people that, Christians, we're, we're people that we understand that we come to God as we are. We come to God broken. We come to God a mess, you know, and, and we don't need to have this mentality that I got to clean myself up before I come to him. Come on, man. You know, I got to have it together, man, before I feel like I can be accepted by him. And it's like, no, Jesus died for the dirt, bro. Jesus died for the messiness. Jesus died while we were yet still sinners. So anybody out there, picture yourself in the worst moment. Jesus came to die for you while you were there. For some of y'all out there who, don't, who hate God and throwing your middle finger up at God, Jesus died for that too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All these... All, all of our shame, all of our hangups, even our, our own admission to not wanting God and probably mad at God, Jesus still died for us. Knowing you were doing what you were doing, Jesus, that didn't stop him from dying. 
That didn't stop him from dying. He came to his own, and his own knew him not. Didn't stop him from going to that cross. Come on. He knew they would spit on him. They would ridicule him. He knew they would beat him to a bloody pulp. The ones he was saving were beating him. The ones he was saving crucifying him. Right. Didn't stop him. Didn't stop him. You weren't going to stop him. That's why we could sit here and say, look, we love everybody, man. Your, your lack of love don't stop my love. That's right. My love is still going to be given because it's God's love. What you do with that and whatever you feel about that, that, that don't mean nothing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because that's God's attitude towards it. He knows yeah. some of y'all hate him out there, but he still died for you. He still sent his only son. That's right. Do you know what I'm saying? So, so we all need to come under the umbrella of God's order. We believe in him. We submit to him. We accept Christ. We know that, but his order still trickles down and it continues. And we have to get under that discipleship. We have to get under that pastoralship mantle. We need eldership over us. We need, we need to submit to the hand of God. Right, 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 right. Because his hand is building us up. He's using his hand. That's why we big on fivefold ministry. <laughs> Hey, I was just talking to my boss about that. And God gave me a word of knowledge for this brother. Yeah. <laughs> he was sitting back like, I know that's the Lord, because the only person who knew that was me and him. Right. Come on. <laughs> I was like, yeah. And you know what? Submitted. Grateful that he's my boss and that he knows the Lord. And, you know, don't try to take advantage of that. You know what I'm saying? I just, you know, I just know my place, you know, in the job ministry, right? Right. And why God has me there. Right. Amen. You know, and and everything that I touch, yeah. I don't even be having the knowledge of a lot of stuff. But the Lord go before me, bro. And he give it to you. It's it's cold, man. Just the yeah. way God do it, it's just cold. I'm like, <laughs> I feel you. Wow. <laughs> I feel you. <laughs> I, I can't do nothing but just sit back and be like, Lord, that's you, you know? Right. That's you. I feel Thank you. you. I feel you, man. I yes, feel sir. you. Uh, switching quick gears again, man. Uh, rest in peace, DMX. Prayers to his family, his children, anybody close to him, man. Um, God bless y'all. We praying for y'all. Uh, uh, and, man, we, we will continue on with... With the Lord, man. That's what we do. A um, couple other things I wanted to get into, but uh, I think this next one is probably just going to... Well, look. So, so my wife, right? She got these books. She got these fasting and praying books, right? And uh, she looked at a review. <laughs> she looked... I think she got them. I think she ordered it from Amazon. Yeah, yeah, Amazon. So, you know, on Amazon, they got reviews. So you can see what people that have bought the product say, right? Right. And um, so she came across this, 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 this comment from a lady. And the lady was saying, you know, 
I find this book very discouraging. She said, I didn't hear anything about God's love in it. She said, all I heard was about demons and the, how the devil hates us and da 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 And just, I didn't like it. it. I didn't see any relevance to these, you know, this book concerning God's love. And I don't like it. And the only reason I didn't return this book is because my cat nibbled on the corner of it. <laughs> <laughs> I was dying when she told me that. But point is, my point in that, in saying that, Bishop, is it amazes me that people don't want the full gospel today. Come on, bro. They want part of the gospel. And I believe You've mentioned this before within the last week or so. How some people, they don't want to hear the reality of hell. They don't want to hear the reality of sin having consequences. They don't want to hear, even in the nicer terms, the chastisement of God. Right. They don't want to hear God in his fullness. There's a lot of people nowadays that are like this young lady, I don't know, but this woman who only want the good sugar-coated gospel. Only tell me what feels good, Bishop. Right. Don't tell me about a devil who wants to kill me. Tell me how much God loves me. <laughs> And that's what I was sharing with her. I'm like, this is crazy. If it was me, I would like to, I would like to look at this lady and anybody else who feels this way in the face and say, the devil's trying to kill you daily. Flat out. The devil hates your, he hates you. That's what God's love is telling you. Right? The devil, spirits are real. They want to torment you. They want to get in your children. They want to get into your lives, in your marriage, in your relationships, and they want to kill you. How? I mean, but how can you, how can you be <laughs> that? And that's called spiritual ignorance because given, given, I mean, if a person want to know how a demonic spirit looks, well, I can tell you one of them showed his face in 2020 as the coronavirus. Come on, man. I mean, and it, oh, it, it, was, it, was, it was launched as an attack to do what? To kill. To kill. How many people died in America? 500 and some thousand in one year? Oof. Come on. Oh, look, they got demons trying to take me out. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Come on. I, I don't know what she's talking about. It, it's the love of God that delivered me. And that's what I was saying. God loves you that much to warn you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The, Go ahead. The devil don't warn you. No. Uh -uh. The no. devil wants to make you feel like life is peachy. If he wanted to be fatal. Period. And before you know it, you just leave this world. Yeah, he don't want you to have no time to repent. 
That's his thing. Ah. Oh. Because, see, he already know, man, the thief on the cross still hunt him. Right. Right. So, and, and it's been trillions after that that's made it in, you know, off of, uh, 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 on, the, on the last minute acceptance. Yes. The last second acceptance. And the Holy Spirit has said, access granted. Mm. Amen. Amen to that. And, and, and I bring it all up to just remind people out there that spiritual warfare is real and that it's every day. There's, there, the Christian don't get a break from this stuff, man. This ain't no clock out, man. This ain't no... <laughs> you, we don't clock out, man. We When we got saved, we clocked in for good, right? <laughs> you know, we, we can't clock out and think that the devil is just sitting back wanting me and allowing me to live my best life, you know, and is happy and is cool, you know, and, and, and even though the Holy Spirit is in me, like that, like that's stopping him from still saying, how can I get this guy? Come on. Or how can I get her? I got to come a different way because, you know, this, got the Holy Spirit in him now. But if I can shake the cage up a little bit outwardly. Yeah. I can affect what's going on inwardly. I know because I've been victimized by that as well. <laughs> Amen. So, so I mean, it it's just people need to know that in this day and age, we have all kinds of subtle attacks that are detrimental right. as it, like you said, the cancer, as it spreads. Its intention is to kill me. It might start small. A little leaven leavens the whole lump. That's right. That's what it says, right? And so we got, Bishop, I'm pretty sure you're aware. Me and my wife was talking about it. You got a lot of women, especially like in entertainment, women online in general. You know, they're into this whole, hey, what's your sign? Zodiac. The spirit of Zodiac. The Zodiacs, the horoscopes. The card readings, the palm readings, the psychics, the witchcraft, right? It's all about, oh, it's Virgo season. Oh, I'm a Leo. Oh, I'm a Scorpio. We do woo, 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 and trying to find, and what's crazy is, see, God's relational. So, of course, the devil would love to infiltrate relations. So he thinking, Bishop, if our horoscopes <laughs> or if our zodiacs line up, we good for each other. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He out here deceiving people through all these different avenues. And, and, that devil's retarded, ain't he? And, and look, like I said, a lot of it's predominated by women. A lot of the women are into this stuff, right? And, and like my boy Pac said, Dudes want what the chicks want. So when the chicks is into all this type of stuff, the dudes is going to follow. Right. Right? So before you know it, we have just demonic forces at work. Heck, there is females out there that are 
literally cursing and casting spells to get dudes. No doubt. Right? <laughs> right? And it's like, all of it seems harmless. I remember, I don't know if you ever come across it. I'm sure it was popular because it came out, like, what, way back then. But I remember after school, there was a, a girl that lived across the street. And she, she was with one of our little friends, you know. They was boyfriend and girlfriends. So, like, her parents wasn't around after school. So, she'd be like, invite certain people, a group of kids to come over there. So, one time, she was like, yeah, hey, you know, y'all can come to my house after school. So, we go to her house. And, man, lo and behold... She was like, let's go to my room and play this game. So we all go up to her room. Man, they got the Ouija board sitting out there. They got a Ouija board sitting out there. And start playing with this Ouija board. Bro, I got so creeped out, bro, I left. <laughs> I could blow your man. I bounced up out of there because I was like, yo, this is kind of this feels creepy. I'm gone. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. This, go ahead. <laughs> right. <clears throat> my, I used to have a Rockwild, a full blood German Rockwild. I always talk about him. Mm -hmm. And the Rockwild, he had a babysitter. She stayed in the same apartment complex as me. Right. right. This is, this is, this is when I went through, you know, my divorce and everything. And I was, Bachelor, but I was still waiting on, uh, still waiting on, uh, still waiting on my trial, you know, you know, continuing, you know, cooking it up, mm. you know, uh, when you, uh, okay, when you making that, making that fast money, you can afford a lawyer to do that, <laughs> you know, and procrastinate trials and right? stuff like that, you know, mm -hmm. and uh, never will forget it, she... <clears throat> She told me, she says, hey, she says, can I read your poem? Ain't you going to trial? I was like, yeah. Huh. She was like, this was like eight months prior. Mm -hmm. She said, she said, come see me tonight. She stayed right down the, right, right down the, you know, street, right? Right. I, I you know, I was, uh, I was off that day. I was getting perved up before I was getting ready to go to the, Go to the club. That was the Friday night thing, you know. <laughs> right. And uh, and uh, come to come to find out, she just like you said, she had the Ouija board set up, mm. and um, she had all of these uh, candles burning, right? Right. And uh, and uh, she she messed around. She messed around and started reading my palm. Mm -hmm. Bro, she hollered. Mm. She hollered like, like the woman in the city of Andor mm. hollered and screamed at Saul when she saw who he was. Wow. That woman said, I'm, this is because God be my secret judge. She says, you're going to go to prison mm -hmm. for a long time. Just like that. Huh. She was crying. The cry, bro, the tears was genuine. Uh, right. I'm going to tell you that right now. <clears throat> right. 
she was crying and she looked and she said, look, I'm not even a believer, but there's a higher power that's going to be with you all every step of the way. Mm. Mm. Did you hear that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is, this is what this witch said. Wow. And let me tell you something. Th- that didn't fall to the ground. Right. God was, with, God, was, God was with me, Miguel, every step of the way. Yeah, very true. And, and I'm just, you know, I mean, but people got to be careful when they when they deal with that. Because mm-hmm. I used to deal with, 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 like, when I was in the military, like, fortune tellers. I told you about them. Right. <clears throat> and have experience. That, that wasn't my only, like, experience that I've experienced, like, a supernatural, like, kind of a metamorphosis come on someone. Pulled a sawed-off shotgun on me. Remember me telling you about that? Man, yeah. Yeah, never will forget it. I was in in uh in uh in uh in L.A. off of Main Street. Mm-hmm. Never will forget that, bro. Never, I mean, never will forget that. That was the straight devil, and wow. that 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 is you know. And I didn't know the Lord did, but man, let me tell you something. I knew then that God was just as real as the car I was sitting in. Huh. After that experience, I knew if the devil could manifest himself like that because of him seeing God's hand on someone. Right. Bro, I'm gonna tell you, he fears the hand of the Lord because he knows that that's where his fate lies. Mm-hmm. No and doubt. And it's already been determined. No doubt. No doubt. Yeah, Yeah, I I mean, Cass got to realize, man, you know, what what seems innocent and all this type of stuff. First and foremost, man, can't no horoscope tell me who I am. Can't can't none of these stars and alignments, they can't, they don't talk to me, man. They don't tell me who I am. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? People are into the whole, oh, man, the universe has its way of, Man, I don't worship the universe. I worship yeah. the one who created it. Of give it back. Yeah. I worship the one who made it. You have it backwards. You worship in creation and not the creator. Right? And so just a lot of, I mean, we could get into that some other time, but people got to be careful because that's the age we're in. You know, it's, you know, we, we, we turn to everything but God, right? Even the Bible says the donkey knows his master. You know what I'm saying? Um, all right. Well, you know, I didn't I didn't have too much. I wanted to just mention um just uh that recent killing of Dwight uh D- what uh Dante Wright. Um yeah. Minneapolis. Uh an officer accidentally killed him. I I mean, that's crazy. Uh and and by the way, that's this is like it's 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 such a bad timing, right? Because this is like the third high-profile killing of an unarmed black man in Minneapolis while you're in the middle of a George Floyd trial. Just wow, <laughs> wow, right? Um, yeah. So, so man, we we praying for that brother's family, his kid. You know, I I heard some audio of his mother 
that they interviewed on CNN. And man, jeez. I seen the video myself too. And it's like, how do you confuse a taser with a gun? I, I don't well, and, and, and I, I know, you know, I know somebody in, in law enforcement high up there. And that brother, and that brother explained, he was vehement about the training of law enforcement that, that unequivocally, right. You cannot mistake when you get your taser out versus your firearm. Right. He said the training will not allow you to make that mistake. Mm -hmm. And, and, and sure, and sure, and as sure as he said it, right? Mm -hmm. As sure as he said it, I hear it from the judge's ruling. This morning, mm. that says she is right-handed, mm -hmm. and she would have had to use her left hand mm. Mm -hmm. to get the taste gun, and she uses her right hand to get the firearm. Wow! That's and that they're charging her with manslaughter. Wowzers! Yeah, man, that's that's just ridiculous ridiculous bro i and you know these these people out well he shouldn't have resisted i mean come on a misdemeanor warrant and you losing your life come on bro where 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 do we get to a point where it's just like okay maybe like apprehending him isn't so like life or death because clearly we're so we're so uh eager to get the arrest that you kill a man like, doggone, at some point, there's just got to be better judgment and training, man. And so you have that happening, and then you got the Army lieutenant, the Army lieutenant, in full uniform, getting maced in, in Virginia. I don't know if you saw that video. No. Listen, they pulled this man over. A lieutenant from the army, they pull him over, hands in the air, he talking calm, they're talking reckless to him. And he talking about, I don't know what I did, can you tell me what I did? They got, they got guns drawn on him already. They already got their guns out on him. And he's calm as can be, he's like, hey man, I'm afraid to even get out of my car. And the dude's like, you should be afraid. Flat out tell them, yeah, you should be afraid. Well, you, look. And, and, and look, so so they spray him, you know, uh, uh, and then he they open his door, but he's got his seatbelt on, so they're, they've already sprayed him and all that. They're telling him, get out of the car, you know, take your seatbelt off. And he's like, man, at this point, I'm afraid to even reach for my seatbelt. I'm good. And they constantly barking at him, threatening him, and they just treated him just terrible. And um yeah, so that was caught on video, that whole interaction. And it's like now he's suing him. Good, rightfully so. So he's suing that department at as we speak. But it's just oh, like, shit. man, man, how you gonna do that to the lieutenant though? An army lieutenant? But that's what they do though. Yeah, 
Hey, it's just, I guess that's just like Charlemagne the God said. I ain't going to call him the God, but Charlemagne said, he said, man, that's the America we in. That you can't even, you know, you can't even get respect for serving your country. Oh, you can forget that. You know. I, I came home. I came home. I came home from from overseas, from the Middle East. And, man, I... I, they made me put my uh, face on the hood of a black and white in my class B's. Man, <laughs> Lord forgive me. <laughs> this cat ain't care nothing about me, man. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I remember that just as clear as day, and I was like, this cat is crazy. Right. I'm like, yeah, I am sitting up there looking at you. In my, in, what you, you you think I'm an imposter? I showed you my ID. I got on my uniform. Yeah. What am I walking out of my uniform for? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> man, it's oh, like I was man. like, oh, well, whatever. You know, I was like, all right. Yeah. Man, I, I cried, man. I was like, this is crazy, man. I sure didn't feel like, you know, like, man, you know, like. Like you like did I something was good. By, yeah, it's, I'm like. Come on, man! This is crazy. Super. In my wild. mind, I'm like, this doesn't make sense that they would do that, but that's what they do. You ever seen the movie The Wood? Uh, I think I have. I just don't recall it off the top of my head. That's what they a do. A long time ago. But yeah. just look, download it and look at it. That's what they do, man. That's yeah, what they do. that's crazy. That's yeah, just do. just had to mention that to just you know, yeah, keep we, praying. We we can bring that more up too. Uh, yeah next week because there's a lot to say on that issue yeah we'll bring it up more next week because obviously this stuff is ongoing man unfortunately that right. is that is the america you know we live in and right uh, if you if you if, <laughs> if you a minority look like look like the rules of deadly force don't apply when it comes to yeah when it comes to black latinos and asians look like they saying hey look mm-hmm. you yeah. know we we're we gonna eliminate you you know Hey. Process of elimination. Let's start with the Minnesota. That's the we'll, spirit too. It is absolutely. <laughs> That's the spirit too. That was uh, embedded in this country a long time ago. Man, come on! No Man. doubt about it. No doubt. So, no doubt, bro. When we and we're gonna talk more about it. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, I'm tell them we're gonna keep praying. Keep praying, man. Everybody, just be safe. <laughs> so. Yeah, so Bishop, I know you got to get your rest, man. Um, again, thank you, thank you for for your insight, thank you for your wisdom, thank you for the word that you shared with us today, uh, the scriptures yeah. you put out there, you know, because obviously at no judgment zone, you know, we 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 correlate everything with the word, you know, we 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 match it up to the word, you know, we Ooh. examine it with the word. An issue happens, the word is the magnifying glass we put it under. And we look at it through that lens, you know. That's how we like to do it. Um, uh, our, um, you, you know, even having to move our own emotional part aside and focus on what God is saying, because that is going to align up our emotions in the righteous way, right? Yeah. So um, again, I know we just dove right into it. I know for me, you know, I had to get it off my chest because of what DMX meant to me. Uh, Again, prayers for his family. Um, prayers for just heck. Prayers for anybody losing people again this year because it's oh, it's it's man. it's been that year again uh, to a degree. You know, people just tomorrow's not promised. That's God said that tomorrow is not promised to anybody. 
God has said that already. And so we got to cherish him, keeping him at the forefront of our lives, um, cherish our loved ones, make every day count, right? Yeah. Um, and keep Jesus at the forefront of our minds, our conversation, the way we live, because it is all about him. That's it. It's all about him. Whether we we can never say, oh, don't bring God into this. Yeah, we need to. Because that'll make a difference. <laughs> right? Hey, we need to bring God into this because he makes the difference. So, again, thank you uh, for those who tuned in on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud. We appreciate you. I'm your host, Miguel Profect Esparza, along with my pastor, man of God, co-host, Bishop. We thank y'all. Until next time, we love you. Keep us in prayer, and we'll continue to grow together in the faith. So God bless y'all. Peace. God bless.